Hello guys and welcome to the Parked Up podcast by Park Femme. Um, first hand, hello, good morning and good evening. Um, good day, happy birthday, happy Hanukkah, Merry Christmas. Ah, mm-hmm. happy Halloween, motherfuckers. Happy Halloween. That's next week. Um, yeah, so hello. Um, first hand apologies uh, for the lack of everything last week. Um, <laughs> let's just say we had the most conflicting schedules in the world. Um, last week so there was no podcast there was no conspiracies um because me and katie actually had a delayed flight um on the monday we normally film on a monday evening delayed flight we got back much later than anticipated um and then tuesday everyone was here there and everywhere busy when one of us was free the other three were busy and vice versa and it just kept going round and round and round and yeah um one woman cannot edit a video uh, in two hours to be able to get it out on the Wednesday um, and then basically the rest of the week our schedule just conflicted so much we weren't able to fill the conspiracy so greatest apologies but we're back this week and November is going to be filled with content for you guys because definitely let's just say I already have three videos uploaded and scheduled ready to go for November slash December maybe Celeste is working on the others at the moment so yes. you won't be missing anything in November maybe a podcast hopefully not hopefully not um but we do have a little bit to debrief of what happened last week because obviously we didn't talk about it last week um but there was only really two things on last week which is which was the european le mans series finale and moto gp moto 3 and moto 2 why i did it that way around i don't know um <laughs> Naomi's dying today as well, by the way, guys. Um, so she's uni student life. She's in her cozy era, <laughs> um, and I look like a drowned rat because I've just had my hair done. So ignore the fact I look like a drowned rat. We were in the Algarve, um, in the Algarve, <laughs> at the Algarve International <laughs> Circuit in Portimao um, for the four hours the- of Portimao. It is in the Algarve. Yeah, I was right. Yeah. I am stupid. Um, and it was the finale. We saw Prima win the European Le Mans series, um, driven by Juan Manuel Correa, Ferdinand Hasberg, and Louis de la Torre, um, who just had a beautiful stint pretty much the entirety of the European Le Mans. They took four wins out of six races for the whole season. Um, the other two were a third and a fifth. Um, and they were basically set to win it the weekend before, um, but circumstances occurred. They finished third instead of second, so they couldn't win it. But they took the championship. Um, congrats! <laughs> congrats! <laughs> I was good, and I watched all four hours of it while also watching you the football. Did. I was in yes. a sports bar, right? TV surrounding me with all different of the footballs right in front of me on the big screen I'm watching Chelsea the um, Aston Villa um, and on my phone in my ear so I could hear it I was just listening to the European Le Mans and I'm like this the whole time (laughs) (laughs) Um, yeah I I don't really know if there's much to cover else um, across this Um, Iron Dames yes Iron Dames were the First yes. all women's team yes. to win a European Le Mans series race. That is fucking right. sick. That is girl power. My girl bosses. Definitely girl power. 
fucking iconic. Um, cool racing won so LMP3's champ driver champion. Rewind. <laughs> Rewind. That's what it's doing to you. Yeah, horrible. Cool racing with Mike Benham, Malthy Jack Jacobson screwed that up and Maurice Smith won the LMP3 Drivers Championship while also winning the race out in Portimao um, and the LMGTE was won by Pron Proton Competition imagine being able to speak <laughs> but obviously it was the Iron Dames of Iron Links that won the race in Portimao that weekend for them and um, Racing Team Turkey went on to win the LMP2 Pro-Am Teams Championship while also winning the race as well that weekend. Driven by Charlie Eastwood. I'm really going to butcher this one, okay? <laughs> Good luck. Sally Yoluk. 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 I don't know how that... Fancy C is pronounced, so greatest apology. And Jack Aitken, um, who only missed one race of the entire European series he did. So go Jack Aitken. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think that's all there is pretty much to cover of the European Le Mans series until next year. Um, yeah, uh, I think the only other thing in World Endurance... Um, World endurance? That's not English. No, that's not the same thing. The only thing I think <laughs> left to announce in the whole endurance world is that uh, your bitches are going to the 24 hours of Le Mans. Yeah, yeah. Yes, I'm so excited. So, um, I still can't believe that's happening. Neither. Yeah, we're going to Le Mans. We're going we're to Le Mans. <laughs> that means I can't sleep for 24 hours. How depressing. Oh well. Yeah. Um also we do need to do a special shout out though to Lorenzo Colombo, who obviously um only raced one through to four of the series, um, but he was also a part of Prima and was a vital member of the team winning the championship that weekend. Yes. Now let's play a game of how quickly Naomi can get through Last week's MotoGP, Moto2, and Moto3. Keep <laughs> me in your thoughts right now. I did not watch this. It's very early in the morning. Me and Celeste uh, watched practice. Yeah, we did. Well done. Thank you. Very it was fun. one o'clock in the morning, and Katie was like, I'm going to bed. So we're like, okay, good night, Katie. I don't blame her. And we I just... turned on the TV, and I just saw MotoGP, and I was like, oh, nice. So we just cuddled on the set and watched it. I was it. not in the position, not in the position to concentrate on MotoGP. <laughs> um... <laughs> Right, I'll go with Moto3 first. So the race was won by uh, Ethan Pilvara. P2 was Dennis Onchu and P3 was Sergio Garcia. So from that result, uh, Ethan Pilvara became champion of uh, Moto3, which is really good. It's, it's oh, been great. a long time coming. He's been mm. like dominating the whole thing. It's mm -hmm. um, obviously, and then like Sergio kind of battled with that, but it was like mostly towards this end of the season, mostly Ethan. Um, there were quite a lot of DNFs from the race, which included Tayo Fis... Tayo Fis... You sound like me. Tayo... It's like looking in a mirror. Tayo Rosato, uh, Danny Holgado, Scott Ogden, Tatsuki Suzuki, Mario IG, and Ryuta Yamanaka. I love Tatsuki Suzuki. I, I love Tatsuki Suzuki. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> the at the same time when... <laughs> 
with the Voto 2. It was won by Alonso Lopez. P2 is actually Pedro Costa, which is really good for him, especially coming back from his injuries he's been dealing with. Um, Jake, Jake Dixon ended up in P3, which is uh, really good you know, for him to go. And there were even more DNFs in this one. But this, uh, if I remember correctly, Never mind, I did not remember correctly. <laughs> um, so the DNFs, there were quite a lot. Um, so the first one was, the first two were Jorge Navarro and Simone Corsi. And this has kind of been a big thing that's happening in the paddock was basically Jorge Navarro was sat just on, on the grass, just off the circuit. His leg was basically split into two. Oh um, my God. It was, it was really bad. Um, He's okay now. Jesus. He's in and everything. Um, and he's still in Australia recovering. Um, but yeah, so he's sat on the side of like the race, basically like screaming in pain, obviously. Um, and he also had his helmet off. He also had his helmet off because uh, Corsi wanted to check whether he's conscious or not. You know, I think that's understandable. But he sat on the side of the track on like a live circuit with his helmet off leg snapped in half and there was still no red flag what the fuck so that's yeah, it was insane it's it a really big thing Jesus um Christ. the other dns were tony arbolino lorenzo de la porta nicolo antonelli chemist bubo philippe salach chelsea novietti augusto fernandez Barry Baltus and Joe Roberts. Did anyone That's finish this race? Yeah, literally. Literally, did anyone finish? Only 18 people. Only 18 people. That's crazy. Fucking hell. And then with MotoGP, win actually came from Alex Wren. So it's Suzuki's first run of the year. Alex Wynn! Alex Wynn. <laughs> um, so really good from him. Uh, P2 was Mark Marquez. Always love to see Mark up there. Oh, good. Um, and P3 was Pick Up and Yaya. Um, Big up, Pick Up. Was, was very eventful in terms of like championship stuff. So the DNFs were Alex Marquez and Jack Miller. They DNF together. Alex ran into the back of um, Jack in Miller Corner, which was named after him the day before. Oh. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> he was just christening then, the corner. Yeah, clearly. <laughs> oh, and then um, Fabio ended up DNFing, which was which Fabio? The Fabio. Quattraro. Quattraro. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he's got yes, he's got a fine. fractured finger now, doesn't he? Yes, Might not from this. Another injury to his list in the past like three races. Yeah. My, um, don't worry, I'm gonna I'm gonna hold back still. my comments on the fractured finger until we get to this week. <laughs> <laughs> and then the other DNF was Franco Morbidelli. Um, Both my men gone. <laughs> <laughs> Yamaha just need to get it together, to be honest. They do. It's very. It's it's becoming painful to support Yamaha. I thought it was painful enough supporting Mercedes this year, but supporting Yamaha is just as painful at this point. At least Yamaha are in the championship fight, but they're just bottling it themselves. Mm, it's almost like supporting Ferrari at this point. <laughs> Don't even start. Wow. 
Sorry, 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 sorry. <laughs> Moto Mummy's back. Moto Mummy is back in the building. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> to lighten Naomi's mood, I have a guess who before we get into this week's shenanigans. Oh God. Go on. You got this, Neon. You're you gonna throw up? I don't have paper. No, I'm not going to. You don't. That you, was my call too. you don't need paper. 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 Paper for guess who? So you should That's all be true. good. So, are you guys right. ready for a sneaky, cheeky little guess who? I am ready, steady. Ready, steady. Yeah. Okay. Quest. Every time I say question, it's not question. Fact number one is one. this driver. Only won two feeder series championships before graduating to F1. George. Uh... <laughs> we were broken. No fucking world, just low fuck. It's not even that early, it's 11.41. Yeah, guys, leave. And I will simply tell you once again, again, seeing as I broke it again, that, uh, why would it be Pierre Gasly twice in a row? <laughs> because I'm still traumatised from last guest oh. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Because so, when we was away, you spent the entire time just sitting there going, <laughs> and then playing the clip. So I'd forgotten about it. And then all I hear is, I won! I won! <laughs> Such a good clip. <laughs> so good. Okay. Fact numero two. Numo 2. Numo 2. <coughs> this driver never competed in a GP2 slash Formula 2 championship. Uh -oh. oh, that could be Max. Max Lance. Do, 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 do. No. Oh. Actually, to be fair, that'd be quite fitting. Bearing in mind. Yeah. I think. Yeah, I'll go with Max. I know he doesn't on F2 or G2. But she hasn't said that he's in F1 yet. Yeah, yeah she did. Yeah. This did driver you know only won two feeder series championships before graduating to F1. True, 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 true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my guess is on Max. Okay. This driver has 14 podiums in Formula 1. Oh. Max has a lot more. He has a lot more. Max has 13 wins this season alone. Like, yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> don't, don't remind me about that. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. Sorry, mummy. <laughs> oh, my lord. Right. I'm winning for once. I feel powerful. <laughs> for once. Don't remind me. <laughs> I'm, I, I don't know, to be honest. 14 oh, podiums. 14, 1-4. Oh no, he did F2, ignore me, ignore me, ignore me. I'll take that back. Who did F2? <laughs> she said George. George Russell is the 2019 FIA Formula 2 World Champion. I know, I know, which is why I sat there and I was like, I was trying to think of like who we've spoken about recently that you'd like choose for guess who. <laughs> 14 oh, podiums. George That's Russell also does not have 14 podiums. No. I wish. It's a lot of podiums for someone who hasn't done F2. To be fair, I'm a bit stuck with the current crit. Is it? I'm, I'm going to go Perez. Don't know why. I'm going to go Perez. I don't think he has. Oh, I could have 14. 
With the way the ripples oh. in this season. To be fair, when I was researching this, I was very shocked that this person had 14 podiums. But I checked their Wikipedia and I checked the F1 website and both said 14 podiums. And even I was shocked at that. I was like, 14? Oh, maybe... Did... Oh, no, Bottas the GP2, didn't he? I thought I was thinking, was it maybe Bottas? But I, I, I think he did GP2. Yeah. I don't care if any because it's the Mexican GP this weekend. True. I might go Perez. I'm in between Bottas and Perez, but I'm pretty sure Bottas is GP2, Perez. but I can't remember. I think you'll get it on guess number five, by the way. Okay. The next guess. Uh, this driver's yeah. idol is Fernando Alonso. Oh, yeah, and this driver took his first F1 victory 14. in 2022. Uh, I know! Carlos size 14 oh, podiums. No way. Oh. McLaren, didn't he? he got a few of McLaren. I don't... Did he get any of like, No, only like one or two. Oh! Did I miss... I missed out a whole question there. One of the facts... <laughs> the, the fact in between this driver's idol is Fernando Alonso was this driver has been a part of four F1 teams. Oh, uh, yeah. I would have known them. Fucking snake he is. <laughs> He's Sorry. been... He was... Within the space of five years, he'd been with four teams or something like that, I think. What are his podiums? Do you have them up somewhere? I'm curious now, because... I can get them. Four I think he did eight podiums this year. Eight? Yeah. Okay, so his first was Brazil 2019 with McLaren, and then Monza 2020 with McLaren. And then all the rest with Ferrari, Monaco 21, Hungary 21, oh, Russia 21, Abu Dhabi 21, Bahrain 22... Saudi 22, Miami 22, Monaco 22, Canada 22, Britain 22, Belgium 22, and Singapore 22. Damn, I didn't know it was that many. Neither. When I read it, I was really, really shocked. He's got a third, second, second, third, 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 second, third, third, second, second, first, third, third. Damn. And it could have been another party on this weekend. If it wasn't for the fact he got T-boned in T1 out of the race. <laughs> yes, thank you, George Russell. Thank you, George Russell. <laughs> <laughs> you make it really difficult for me to keep defending you. <laughs> Very yeah, difficult. My class was fun. Trying to be like, yeah, well. Well, see, it's George's fault. Don't get me wrong, it, it is George's mm, fault. Yeah, However, you know, when you do review it, he really did not have anywhere else to go at that point. It was either into the side of Carlos or... Yeah, Carlos slowed quite a lot, but it... it, it he was... Yeah. Carlos was think... on the racing line, therefore it was Carlos's right of way. Yeah. Obviously, yeah. George did not have anywhere to go. If George had broke, the car behind him would have gone straight into the back of him. Um, and that would have been, yeah. in first hand, a more dangerous collision. And second hand would have caused more damage to more cars. Um, mm. I'm really, really shocked, though, that it was a very slow tap as well, like a very slow mm -hmm. tap for the car to have to be retired. I was very shocked by that. Yeah, but that's because it's a Ferrari. I mean, their reliability is just nowhere. Mm. And the thing is, Jensen was commentated, wasn't he? I think Jensen commentated. Anyway, I feel really ill at this moment. Right. And, and he was very much like, Science is hesitating. He hesitated in that corner. He broke. He's he was hesitating. And everyone else was going, it's George's fault. Like, he T-boned him. And Jensen was like, no, 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 I know it's his fault. But Sainz still hesitated. Yeah. <laughs> he was like, that boy. George was majority at fault, but Carlos Sainz was not faultless. Mm. 
Like, Carlos... Oh, he, he left enough space, though, for a car to get on the inside. He no, he did not. There was no room for that car to get yeah, down that on the was, inside. Yeah, there was plenty of room. He cut across. He went across and then cut across. There was no room. There was no place not for George really, to go. Though. But at the same it, time... I think if George it's, didn't it's, block off, he would have made that corner. Yeah. I think it would have been very, very tight. That's No, that is the one thing I am pissed off about, though, is that... Obviously, I think he should get penalised for it. However... I was under the impression that, you know, in this day and age, lap one incidents are considered racing incidents because of the chaos of the first lap. And literally, we have seen very, very similar incidents happen and not a single penalty has been given. Mm-hmm. And the one time it happens to, you know, a team that's in contention for the championship still at that time, it's immediate you know penalty there and then i just think they the fia need to keep their energy throughout and that if the same incident occurs at say another race down the line that i do hope they keep issuing the penalty because it will well, really I, anger I, me if not <laughs> i think i think there won't we saw it with fernando's penalty and all the penalties about black and white and meatball flags and whatever I don't think the FIA will ever learn to be consistent, ever. I've given up at this point. Insert image here. Insert the image. What am I inserting an image of? Carlos, not Carlos Sainz, Fernando Alonso flying. Oh, or inconsistency is key. Yeah, that one. But but, 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 but they did say that after um, Japan, they're actually only doing uh, one race director. So Neil Zvitich is taking over the role. Um, he is doing all the races. Um, but it's because also the only reason they chose Niels instead of Edo was because Edo's still doing his work. Like, mm-hmm. He still has to make sure he's free for those races. Yeah. yeah. But it's just, I don't know. Like, George definitely is still at fault. Carlos Sainz was not faultless. Do I think oh, yeah, penalties I think just, should be, be given in lap one? No. Understand no, but I do think why. it was a fair penalty. It was definitely a fair penalty. Um, for sure. Um, yeah. I think that's all we can really say about George Russell being silly and I hope he behaves the rest of the season because <laughs> every week I have to find a new reason and a new way to defend George Russell and I'm going to grow to be one of the most hated people on TikTok at this point, I think. I just can't go on that fucking app anymore because every time I go on it's I hate George Russell. I'm like, okay, but like the obviously we spoke about this before with the whole Mick Schumacher situation and genuinely I am beginning to get concerned ah this this reminds me of my tangent I was preparing in my head (laughs) so like first time people need to learn to be kind for a start you can be upset and you can be pissed off at a result um I was angry and pissed off preference if you follow me on twitter by the way uh my tweets were a joke i don't hate max verstappen <laughs> i don't <laughs> just a heads up um i it's because two of my very good friends chrissy and dorothy are both big max verstappen fans so a lot of the times i will tweet things basically directed at them and they both know that they're directed at them and it's just funny shit between us it, both i think it's difficult because like even now like I'm on Twitter and it's like I've been on it for like five seconds and I've already seen George hate. Yeah, like literally the second I go on any social media, it's just George is shit. Mind, George is overrated. George is this. My George feed is that. Usually, 
go towards George because yeah. I quite like George, so and I'm just like, oh, okay. And one thing I'm seeing people say, which I think is funny, and I don't want this to look like I am disrespecting Valtteri Bottas as a driver because I think Valtteri Bottas is an incredible driver, but people are saying that that Bottas was a better teammate to Lewis than George was, which is true. But that's because Bottas was comfortable in a second driver place. George is not. George has the ability to fight for second in the championship. He's going to fight. Is he making mistakes? Yes. Is he used to driving a car that can compete at the top? No. It's his first year in a really highly competitive car. And, you know, he's learning. They all learn. Um, Look at Max Verstappen when he first started. Look at Max Verstappen now. And it's like, this is one thing that was really, really angering me, is that a lot of the time people bring up, like, all of George's mistakes that he's made where he's crashed into people, and people always bring up Monza 2021, question mark, Imola 2021. Imola. Uh, Imola. The incident with Valtteri Bottas when he went over okay. and smacked Valtteri Bottas on the head. Right? And we all know that was dumb. One thing that people keep saying is, um, like... Um, oh, he went over and smacked him on the head without realising he was okay first. You can clearly see in the video, Valtteri Bottas takes his arm out of the car and proceeds to swear at him. So he knew he was okay before he smacked him on the lid. Do I um, condone him smacking Valtteri Bottas round the lid? No, not at all. Did you hear, did you hear what is uh, this? Said? Is that no? Um, during that moment, apparently, 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 he said like, "Oh, um, do you want?" I can't remember what he said. Like, "Do you want to kill us both?" Mm-mm. Yeah. And George was just like, "Don't be so stupid." Yeah. Like... But the thing is, though, that really aggregates me is that these comments okay. ag- aggravate me the most. Is that these comments normally come from people who support. Max Verstappen and one of Max Verstappen's most memorable moments in Formula One is him getting into a collision with Esteban Ocon getting out of the car and then chasing him down in the paddock to smack him literally you cannot you cannot complain about George Russell smacking Valtteri Bottas around the lid which Valtteri Bottas most definitely did not feel in the slightest if you support Max Verstappen chasing down Esteban Ocon to punch him like Literally. the two are both very bad and you should not be approaching physical violence in the sport but you cannot mm-hmm. de- like defend one and disrespect the other you've got to have the same energy for both mm-hmm. that's just that george russell <laughs> is just an easy man to hate <laughs> someone tweeted saying how dare you guys not you know don't want logan Sargent." to race for Williams by the way guys announcement announcement Logan Sargent might be racing for Williams next year um you can't you can't not want Logan Sargent to race for Williams because he's a Trump supporter when you are happy to support George Russell that supports a party that starves children that the Tories do in fact starve children but there is no evidence in the world that George Russell supports the Tory party there's so many I literally, I was reading, like, the comments on that tweet as well, and someone's literally like, where is your proof of this? And they were like, I can just tell by looking at it. 
That will never back anything up. Literally, literally, just because he looks the way he does does not mean that the man would be spoiled. The man went to school in Wisbeach. I don't think anyone that's ever been in Wisbeach can physically support the Tory party because it just doesn't make sense. It does not make sense. I just know people find any reason to hate George Russell. He's making mistakes. He's very early on into a career where he can actually fight and compete and hating on him so publicly as well, especially when that man has come out and physically spoken about mental health and you're still berating his man. You can be angry, okay, that he has ruined your driver's race, okay? But don't hate on him for assumptions you know you if you're hating on george russell for being a tory when he hasn't actually publicly stated that he's a tory then keep the same energy and hate on carlos signs for supporting the tory party on crack in spain which is public knowledge and it is publicly out in the world that that is who carlos signs supports and his family funds the party so you can't hate one person for misinformation and support another driver with literal evidence essentially essentially that's my angry rant done (laughs) (laughs) do you think though after um you know a lot of shit happened in the race fernando alonso's penalty fernando alonso's penalty um i severely disagree with I 100% disagree. I can't believe that the FIA FIA has given a penalty for something they are supposed to tell the team and the driver. They didn't. And now they're just saying, well, it's your fault. You'll get the penalty. Mm -hmm. And it's not just a five-second time penalty. It's not just a low penalty. He's got a fucking... What was it? It was, it was, I was going to say it was like either a five or ten second penalty that then equates after the race to 30 seconds of missed time. So he gets 30 30 seconds seconds. removed off of his time. But of course, of course, the team. There is. And then it got converted into a 30. But of course, the team and neither Fernando Alonso has got to come into the pit and change whatever needs to be changed because it's cost a lot of time. So if they don't have to, of course, they're not going to do it. Mm -hmm. And the FIA has never at any time at the race gave them a meatball flag or told them like, hey, you need to come in. The black and orange flag is the most inconsistent flag that I've seen sort of like in the past. Perez's front wing was the most dangerous, regardless of whether the main bit of it broke away. It still had shards. And the commentators, like, for Sky Sports F1, I don't know whether it was the same for, like, other countries, like, watching their commentary, mm-hmm. but they were literally saying that it doesn't matter whether the main part of the front wing has gone away. There's still going to be shards of carbon fibre coming off of that front wing. Yeah. And it's not the drivers in the cars that you've got to think about. It's the marshals that stood on the side of the track. It's the fans in the audience. Mm-hmm. Like, what's stopping it from flying away from the car at, what, God knows how many hundred kilometres an hour in hitting someone in the audience. Who yeah. thought would that be then? Mm-hmm. With the FIAs because they didn't black and orange flag it? <laughs> I think Honestly. Fernando Alonso and Sergio Perez should have both been black and orange flagged. The fact that it's yes. only Fernando Alonso that's been penalised for it exactly. speaks hundreds of thousands of words. Um, I think keep the same energy, penalise them both if they're both at the issue. Um, it would not no. take away Red Bull's championship in the slightest at all because they would have won it whether 
Yeah, anyways. Um, you know, whether Sergio Perez retired or not. By the way, congratulations, Red Bull, on the World Championship. Um, and, yeah, just keep the same fucking energy through and through. Like, I think, honestly, like, it's really messed because, I mean, when the front wing came off of Checo, I was like, they should really meet Paul Flag him. Like, we all know we've seen that in the past in F1 literally this year. So I was like, that should, that should really be meatballed. And when, obviously, the whole um, Fernando thing happened, obviously, A, I, reckon I, still, I still reckon there should be a red flag. Um, and if mm-hmm. the case was that there was a red flag, the teams would actually be able to check through the cars. Because Fernando wasn't the only one that got damaged from that. Obviously, the people behind did too. Like, Lando did. Poor Joe. Joe did. Poor and Joe. It's, it's ridiculous, because you know if whether they need to implement something where if they do put a red flag out or or maybe they should put a red flag out that they have maybe someone from the FIA to come around and be like okay that car is not safe to continue with either mm-hmm. change these bits or retire yeah yeah that's ridiculous the thing is as well was that Kevin Magnussen literally got penalized for exactly the same thing with his front yeah, wing exactly so he had every right to go and fuck smash the FIA's door. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm and very happy Haas like took that. Um, yeah, as they should that. have done. Yeah, but then Alpine 100%. protested about Haas's protest again. Be- yeah, because they were apparently like not in the time range they should have been protesting. It's a mess. Yeah. Yeah. I do think the only thing from Kota we need left to discuss is our World Drivers' Championships on the grid, our World Drivers' Champions on the grid, um, Fernando Alonso, Sebastian Vettel, and Lewis Hamilton, all three drivers, had a fucking masterclass this weekend. Absolute masterclass. Fernando Alonso literally got into such a horrific crash that he went flying, managed to pit, come back out, and finish seventh in the race. That's not including his penalty at the end. But the fact he was able to climb back up to seventh after everything that happened, the car literally flew. And he came out. That car was damaged as well. Yeah. The whole aerodynamics was changed. Like the whole way Literally. that car behaved on track changed, and he still managed to get that. Thing is, me and me and Alice watched it like together, mm-hmm. but like obviously at different times. So she was like ten seconds ahead of me. So all I hear is, "Oh my, oh my, oh!" And I'm like, "What? what? I'm like, "It's flying!" And Katie's like, "What?" <laughs> yeah, and it's like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> It was the funniest thing ever. But obviously it wasn't funny because Katie's giggling and then she actually sees the accident she's like, oh shit. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, Sebastian Vettel's masterclass, he is officially one of the only drivers that have led laps this season in his Aston Martin. Two laps led. Um, Absolutely masterclass. He let his best friend pass. And then Aston Martin fucked him up. Um, Yeah. But, but I, then I, still, I, even after that horrendous pit stop, he still managed to get back in the points. Not only get back in the points, but also that last lap with Kevin Magnussen. You can just see oh, how there's I, two drivers that respect oh. each other, that drive yeah. safely, that drive clean, and they know how to race. And it's just, I think that is what the sport is missing. Mm-hmm. Like It's two it races in a row, though. That's why we get two George Russell out. Was it Japan or was it Singapore? Yeah. I mean that's what I always loved so much about Lewis and Seb battling in their championships 
years. Like, obviously not talking about Baku, but other than that, <laughs> I think their petals were always so fair, so clean. Yeah, especially the Canada 2019. Yeah. It was still it was still a clean battle though. They, they didn't even hit, they didn't hit each other. <laughs> but yeah, I think I, I miss that in the sport the most. I think right now just two drivers that well, I would love to have more drivers, but at least two drivers that like really respect each other and have those tight battles because that was amazing to see again. Yeah. What I thought was nice was that um, Seb by leading his two laps, he I think he was gonna. They basically said he was going to retire on something like 3,499 laps led. And mm-hmm. leading those two laps, he hit the 3,500 mark. Yeah, beautiful. I think it's just... But I think the bit that's pissing me off is that he's going to retire on... What is it? Like 349 two, races? No, 299. Yeah, oh, 299 races. Oh, but apparently he's in talks. Well, not in talks, but he would like to do like a guest appearance at Suzuka. Because it's like his favourite track, so... Yeah. Yeah. So hopefully he gets that to keep his yeah, streak going. It's that, that three hundred mark. Mm-hmm. Um, well, then... Yeah, Lewis Hamilton as well, masterclass. It's hammer time, <laughs> baby! It is hammer time. It's hammer time. I love seeing him back really in the front. Like, I, wanna... I was. I think so... it's just sad that I was in tears. The Red Bull was so much quicker because you could just see that there was never going to be a real battle because that Red Bull just. It was flying, especially like with the Mercedes. There was such, no like, way. I had, a, I had hope as well. I had I so hope. hope. I would, I would love. I was so again. determined that it was going to happen, and when it was just taken mm-hmm. away from me with like two laps to go, I was fucking heartbroken. Yeah. Um, yeah. It'd really be so quiet, like, and I was just like, okay, it's just gonna. Especially because like. He needs to win a race this season. Just to keep up Thank that you. Record. Thank you for the reminder. Thank you. We can't. I literally kept yelling. I was like, Max, fuck off! I need the streak to continue! And then Max just went by. And I, was like, well, I was obviously with Sap and Michael's record. I was like, if Lewis wins this, that's also still standing. So I was, I, I needed to win. He didn't. Max did drive uh, a fucking incredible race. Um, oh, yeah. yeah he is on another sure. level. His and Charlie's battle. I was, about was to say, so Charles gorgeous. Really it was just the so way. Good. One thing I do love, like Charles Leclerc is one of my favorite drivers on that grid. Um, like his battling is so gorgeous to see. He has such a way with technique and how he yes. battles that you know he he lets his opponent feel like they're going to get the upper hand and can slip by and literally in yeah. the blink of an eye gets them back immediately. He he's knows really what he's smart. doing. And I always love it when I just watch him and Max battle because it's just, you know, that's the future of F1. Just and an it's incident. so nice to see how they race. Just an incident on the racetrack. <laughs> yeah, I love, I love to see that. We are going to Mexico this week, though, which is the Mexico. home race of Sergio Perez. So I would... Okay. This is what I want for the rest of the season. I would like Sergio Perez to win in Mexico because I am a massive sucker for drivers winning their home race. It tickles yeah, me. Agree. It tickles me so in like in a way that I can't explain. And then we go to Brazil. There is only one oh, man I, I want yeah, to win in Brazil. There is only one yeah, man I and I want the rest of the grid to DNF if that means that this man is winning in Brazil. That's, if agree. that is his one race win to secure that fucking streak to keep going it needs to be brazil 
I will fly to Brazil and literally slash every single fucking tire if it means that this man is keeping the streak and it happens in Brazil. Okay? Oh, that would be so beautiful. That is his track. His track. And then Abby Dabby, um, I would like to actually... Okay, this might come as a surprise because you would be like, oh, George Russell. Actually, no, Charles Leclerc. Yes. I would love to see Charles Leclerc go on and win in Abu Dhabi as setting a little stepping stone for what's to come next season and to prove that he is still in the running. Seb. Dream podium. Charles P1. Seb P2. Lewis Hamilton P3. I was going to say George, but I'll take Lewis. Oh, no, I was. Daniel. <laughs> Dan, 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 Daniel, Daniel, Charles, Sam, Daniel. Yeah. Daniel Ricardo will be back in F1 soon. Trust. Oh, I hope. He does it. Um, I feel like before we move on from the Kota conversation, we should do the quiz because. Quiz. I was between doing Kota or Mexico, uh, but seeing as obviously the Mexican Grand Prix is next weekend, we've got a weekend off, I was like, hey. We could do Kota this week and Mexico next week. So we're doing Ooh, a Kota quiz. Kota. Oh, God. There isn't many points up for grabs, um, actually, in the first like section. So the first five questions. One, two, three, four, five. Yeah, there's one, two, three, four, five, six. Oh, there's going to be a tight battle. But then there is a bonus question where you can get nine extra points all right i'm ready let's get it I'm not. papers Me at too. the ready Me. actually to be fair some of these are relatively easy i'd say yeah you'd say then watch your <laughs> <our> struggle <laughs> The some of these questions are relatively easy for the likes of probably naomi and celeste sorry katie <laughs> But that's because they watch fair. other American racing. Oh, the situation I Escar, IndyCar. Supercar. Okay, are you guys ready? Yes. Fuck off no. with that stupid brickyard. Fuck off with the stupid brick. That was ours. That was our whole point. Anyway, I actually fucked up the point system and forgot to give Team LH a point. So when we went into the last question, we weren't even on equal yeah. points. Well, what's nice for the video, though? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Are you ready? Yes. For the yeah. circuit of yeah. the quiz. Circuit of the Americas. Circuit of the quiz. The cot cot cue. Cot cue. Quiz of the Americas. Okay. Question numero uno. This is the one that you can get two points on. It's All one right. of these that I'm indecisive about whether you can get one or two points from. Um, okay. So this first one, two points up for grab. Who and when? was Ferrari's first ever pole at the Circuit of the Americas. I know, I know, what I know, the fuck? I, know, I don't. I, know, I, know. I have no absolute You think? I'm getting really excited, so I'm going to look like a mug of it. No, but I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure when I when I was doing the post, the qualifying post, I asked you the question. <laughs> oh, for fuck's sake. I have no clue. I have. I made a guess. Wait, I'm, I'm this is gonna be so funny if Katie gets it wrong. Katie gets this wrong. I'll, I'll give up for the rest of the quiz. <laughs> I'll go off. I'll go off. I'll leave. <laughs> I, got it wrong. I think I got it wrong. 
Why? I think I have it wrong. Okay. Fernando 2010, 2019, Carlos Sainz 2022. Correct. This was Ferrari's first. No, this was Ferrari's first ever pole position at the Circuit of the Americas. Carlos Sainz in 2022. I didn't actually put a timer up. My team is so useless. All of you didn't realize I spelled Fernando wrong. I have Fernando. (laughs) How do you spell Fernando? (laughs) I was going to say Fernando Alonso in a Ferrari in 2019. This conspiracy gets. So Katie is on two <laughs> points. Question number two. I I I, I, I think this one is very very easy, and I think all of you should get it personally. Oh no! Which year okay. held the first F one race at the Circuit of the Americas? Did I just not not just say that I don't know when that? Oh, okay. Well, it was actually the penultimate oh. penultimate race that season. No problem. Penultimate. And um, if you watched any of F1 this weekend, you should know. <laughs> because they stated it about 25 million times. Well, everyone has Sky Sports. Okay, they would have stated it probably on your thing as well, because, you know. Mm, I do not. But I think I do. Are you ready? 2012, 2012. Yep, 2012. It was the 10-year anniversary of <laughs> Kota. Yeah. I did not know that. I told you guys you would all get it right. Yeah, ten years. This year was 10 years <laughs> since the Circuit of the Americas. Question oh, number right. three. Okay, this one is the one that I'm in between, whether you get one or two points, so I'll kind of see what you guys give me. Okay. Um, so, the Circuit of the Americas has multiple sections of the track dedicated to drivers and other racetracks. Don't know if you knew that fact, right. but every single aspect no. of that track is dedicated back to something else. I know one of I these think. is including turns four through to turn six, which have been designed as homage to Maggots, Beckett, and Chapel. But yeah. who and where... Are turns two and three dedicated to? So, oh, I think I know. Turns two and three on the circuit of the Americas oh, is dedicated to a driver. Two turns two and three are dedicated to a driver. Um, which driver is it? And then, if you if you can tell me where it's like, take it, what track it's taken from, or the part it's taken from, then you can have it. Celeste, Celeste did give, just give you guys a massive clue by basically shouting out the answer. Did I? Mm-hmm. Is it, so is it? I don't even remember. Oh, I don't even know why I set myself. So obviously, if you can only give me the driver, then that's cool. Like I feel like I you can have a if you, you can have a point for the driver. You can have a point for the section. Um, I'm really thinking about what I said now because I don't. I know what you said. <laughs> I went missing. Oh, you said, oh, oh, wait, is that blank? Yeah. yeah. Oh, so it is the same. Okay. Yes. I because think then. the track is obviously literally taken sections of other racetracks and then put into place. That should be this. Oh, actually. Um, obviously, driver and the part of the track. <laughs> so good job Katie's not looking right now while she's writing down her answer because you guys <laughs> straight up put the answer on the screen. <laughs> oh, sorry, I didn't get it right, okay. Yeah. Me well, I'm, the... okay. I'm not guessing. I, I don't know. I just make a, make it just get at least guess a driver. Senna. Correct. There you yeah, go. it's the Senna S. Oh, it's, it's the Senna S. It's the Senna S from Brazil, in Sao Paulo. Senna oh, Shumi S's. Huh? Shumi S's. What about the Shumi S's? 
It's the center us. It's the center us. Hang on, Katie gets one, you guys get two each, don't you? Yeah, so turns two and three is the exact S shape that you will see at Interlagos. Interlagos, um, um, which is dedicated to Senna. So it literally goes the Senna S into um, Maggots, Beckett's and Chapel. So. Nice. Thank you. Okay. Prior to the circuit of the Americas, so we're going back in time. Prior to the circuit of the Americas, we held the American Grand Prix at Indianapolis. Who was the last yes. race winner at this track? F1 race winner, by the Ooh. way. Uh... And the clue for you is that it was in 2007. That was the last time we were in Indianapolis. Yeah. Don't remember that. I just spat my drink at myself. Wait, what year? Because it cried out for me. 2007. That's just a little hint and tip for me to you guys. To be nice, because I'm feeling nice today. Mainly because Naomi looks like she's about to, like, pass away slowly. I do. I feel like (laughs) sleep is common to me. Is it only driver or team as well? Driver. Can I say it out loud instead of writing it down? Yeah, if you want to. Let me know when. You can go now. Okay. I think it was Sir Lewis Carl Davidson Hamilton. I don't know the other two names. Le Ballester. Yeah, the French. Yeah, Le Ballester. Yeah. yeah. In the McLaren Mercedes. NBA (laughs) (laughs) It was, in fact, (laughs) Lewis Hamilton. And after that, going into the final question before the bonus question, Katie is leading. Go on, Katie. Go on, Katie. So the last question before we go to the final. I don't one, like it. Is like it. which team were the first team to drive at the Circuit of the Americas? So when the Circuit of Americas was being built, um, are we still it was talking F one? F one. F one. Yeah. Which sorry, which Formula One team were the first team to drive the Circuit of the Americas? So when they laid the Circuit of the Americas, they let an F one team come out and test a car oh. around it. I didn't even know that. Mm-hmm. I think I know. This is why this track is actually quite special to this team. I'm gonna take I'm my gonna horse. Oh. oh. No. Mm. I could say this, but I don't think they existed. I'm going back from then. this. Oh. So I think I Only because of they did a special drive around the track. I'm, I'm I, trying I, to think I in my head if I can remember who the driver was. I can't read what I'm going to be way, way off. McLaren. Naomi's no, oh, not showing anything. Naomi's oh. still right. He was. <laughs> I have no clue. What have you written? McLaren. <laughs> what did you What did you write above McLaren that you crossed out? I did say Red Bull. Oh, well, what a shame, Naomi, if you kept it. It was Red Bull. Was it Red Bull? <laughs> <laughs> Um, I'm pretty sure it was David Couthard actually. Oh, DC. They put David Couthard oh. in the car and let him whip around That's the circuit of America to test day. it out. Don't worry, no. <laughs> Don't worry, no. I'm not sure But it was it was 2012, and obviously they yeah. had the World Drivers Champion at that time, which I have championship at the time. 
Okay, bonus question. You got nine points up for grabs here. Okay. Nine? There's nine points up for grabs, so just list as many as you know. I don't have nine brain cells in my brain. (laughs) I feel like I know what this question is going to be about, so I'll start writing. Nine other circuits have held the Formula One Grand Prix. Name as many as you can. Wait, US Grand Prix. US Grand Prix. Nine other circuits in America have held Formula One Grand Prix. Name as many as you can. These are prior to the circuit of the Americas being held, so obviously Miami would not count. Because Miami Yeah. Okay. Miami at this point has not existed. Alrighty. Also the fact that it hasn't held an American Grand Prix is held the Miami Yeah. Well, yeah. And then because Miami is the eleventh circuit to hold a Grand Prix in America. F one Grand Prix in America. Sorry, I need to keep making sure I specify that it's Formula One. Mm. <laughs> there was one of these that I was actually very shocked by. <laughs> and there was there was one of them that all I can remember is Celeste yelling at me when we were playing beer pong and it made me chuckle when I was wearing it out and I was like, oh no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and then there is... I'm, I'm not going to fit this in this thing. <laughs> I'll be impressed yeah. if you can fit all five in there. All well, five? You said nine. Five, nine, right? Nine, nine. <laughs> Losing the plot, man. Nine. Kota was um, numero ten, and then Miami is numero eleven. I'm just going to write, like, you just have to ask if you don't know what's, what's there. Okay. I've done five. I think that's the best of my times. I'll just write actually some random. I've got seven, one, two, but three, one of them four, I'm very unsure about. I have given you like a very, very minor underlying clue when I've been talking about things in this question. That if you can pick up on, then I'm impressed. I don't think I did. Um... Oh yeah, there was this one as well. Or that might be IndyCar. This is definitely not spelled correct. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. What else do we have? I've got seven. Um, One of them I remember because it's funny because it's like it's named after a driver. Oh, I'm missing that one, I think. Alice is looking confused, but I'm pretty sure it is a track. <laughs> Maybe it's just a driver oh. I don't know. Is it an F1 driver? Mm. Oh, oh, <laughs> that one. <laughs> Makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think that's the one. <laughs> it's literally the first one on my list. And I'm just um. staring at it like, huh? I won't lie to you, though. That first one on my list I did think was in Germany, and it's not. I think I, I have it. Okay. I don't think oh my god. Okay. <laughs> okay. List them off to me. Should I start? Yep. You can start. Because you're the I one that's Indianapolis. Uh, yes, Indianapolis Motor Speedway. Yes. Yeah, that's the one where yeah. um, it reminded me of the video where I go, I don't know what Indianapolis Speedway is. And you go, you don't know what Indianapolis Speedway <laughs> <Yeah>. is? <laughs> Crazy. Then I got no, Detroit. Alice, what the fuck? She didn't know what the brickyard was. 
No, she said, I don't know what Indianapolis Speedway is. She didn't, she didn't. <laughs> okay, Just Indianapolis design. Speedway. Yeah, Detroit. Detroit, yep. Dallas. Yep. Uh, Caesar Palace. Where's that? Las Vegas. Oh, yeah, Las no. Vegas. Yep. No, that's, no, Caesar Palace is... Yeah, that's Las, Las Vegas. Vegas. Yeah, Las yeah. Vegas, yeah, cool, yeah. <laughs> Las Vegas, yeah. What? Watkins Glen. Yep. Yeah. Long Beach. Yep. So Sebring. Yep. Phoenix. <laughs> yep. And that's what I had. I missed Ooh, one. Oh, yeah, you missed one. That's it. Hang on. One, two, three, four, five, six. Oh, they race on okay. Daytona, yeah. What's oh, Daytona? Can you give me... Hang on. What is Daytona? Yeah. Shut up, because I've got like half names for some of these things. No? There's never been an F1 race at Daytona. Oh. So. Then I don't know which one I'm No, missing. I had. So. I realised I miscounted and I put eight. Okay. Uh, right, what do you. So, okay, Katie, what have you got? Right. Five. Huh? Five. Riverside, yep. That's all we missed. Katie, I cannot hear a word you're saying. Indianapolis. Indianapolis, yep. Watkins Glen. Yep. Phoenix. Yep. Long Beach. Yep. Sebring. Yep. <laughs> I know I pronounced it wrong, but it's She funny. got them all then. If she got them no, no, she got them got eight. Oh. I didn't get Dallas. Oh, okay. And Detroit. See, I just went with some really random ones. I went Indianapolis, Sebring, uh, Daytona. Watkins Glen, Atlanta, Ponoco. Oh, what a love Atlanta. Iowa. Oh, Iowa as well, imagine. But I was just like, I just thought of the American tickets I can think of. So, how many did Naomi get? Four. Go again. Indy. Indy. Yeah. Seabring. Yeah. Daytona. Yeah. No. Watkins no, Glen. Daytona didn't have one. Watkins Glen, yeah, three. Yeah. Atlanta. Atlanta no, is... No. No. Pinoco and Iowa. Three. Ah, oh, that means for once in her fucking lifetime... Go on, Katie. Katie Louise Foreman has won the quiz. You have to go on, Katie. She, she won it without <laughs> cheating this time. <laughs> Oh. And I was like, thanks, I've never cheated in my life. Says the one that did research <laughs> last time. <laughs> yeah. oh. It was very interesting finding out a lot more information about the um, circuit of the Americas and the American Definitely. Grand Prix because I didn't realise how many they had. A lot. That's crazy. A lot. A lot. They have three in one season. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah, because the, yeah, the one I was giving you hints for was Las Vegas. Because mm -hmm. yeah. I was purposely missing out saying Las Vegas was number 12 because it isn't. Because we've already yeah. had a Las Vegas Grand Prix. True. For four years in the 80s. Yeah, and I bet you the track was still fucking better than what they've designed for this time. Literally, it looks like a spam. Mm. Oh, dear. Sorry. 
Right. Uh, yeah, are we handing it over to uh, this? I bet you this MotoGP is going to be very, very short because Naomi looks like she's about to pass away slowly. <laughs> it won't be. It won't be enthusiastic. That's all I would say. I have the information. You got this. With no enthusiasm. The glasses are going on the head. She's in Moscow. There we go. Motor mommy is back. <laughs> <laughs> so obviously Moto three happened first. Um with like Izan just start like he um had a brilliant start, like clearly like he's gonna win it from like the first like lap. We were like, Yeah, okay, Izan's winning. Um it was like quite uh a clean first lap, which is really good, but there was a massive high side um Stefano Nepa um in the first couple of laps, which was terrifying. Um, and he like landed quite hard on his feet and had to be stretched away by the marshals. But the amount that the like the crazy talent that the other riders had to avoid him was ridiculous. So it was him and his bike here, and Razi Yamanaka literally went through the middle of the two just to like it was so difficult to avoid him. Jesus, unbelievable. Oh. So well done to all of them for actually managing to avoid him. Um, Scott Ogden unfortunately DNF'd again. Um, it's quite a hefty crash. Um, but he, he's okay, luckily. Um, and another massive high side happened with David Munoz, who kind of, he did at a really weird point. It's like he just, um, cut off the throttle on too fast and went out of the corner and just fully went. Um, along with like maybe some like damp patches on the track. Um, and, Tatsuki Suzuki. <laughs> Tatsuki Suzuki! Also DNF'd. Um, oh. He crashed. Yeah, but he did. He rejoined. But, um, yeah, he, he mm. had a difficult soundtrack. There was a really, really good first lap battle with um, Mezia, Marrero, Garcia, Boggia, Holgado, and Suzaki, which was really cool. Um, Alberto Sula again DNF'd, which is that man can't get that. And he's just getting injuries and it's just it's not going his way. Um and then Carter Rossi also DNF'd, which is disappointing because he's in he looked really good, like he looked like he could probably go for the win. Mm. Uh, or at least a podium. Um unfortunately DNF. Um Carlos Tassai um Pulled into the Bristol garage to retire, but then there was this massive, massive moment for Isam Guevara, which was actually terrifying. Like I, um, where Isam Guevara literally like run into the back of Ayum Sasaki's bike, um, which obviously offset the bike. So Isam goes off to go onto the grass. Just soaking. Like it's been raining all weekend. The grass is soaking. He's just about managed to stay on the bike. It was, I, I don't know how he did it. Um, but that was like terrifying. Um, Tyo Furusato opportunity enough again. Um, and the last lap, if you if you want to see some, like racing, the last lap of Moto Three, because the race was won by John McCree, the one and only Scotsman, in on the grid. Honestly. John is Scottish nation. Legend. Let's go <laughs> on the Scots. He gets a lot of stick for like stuff he's done, but 
I, I've chatted to the guy. He's so lovely. Um, oh, friends. friends! Moto 3 friends! Yeah. He, um... <laughs> he needed the win. He's looking for a seat for next year. So that's either going to be... So there's a couple of options. Moto 2 is an option. World Super Sport is an option. And BSB is an option. Obviously Moto 2, I think, would be the best one. If that's the step up that's necessary. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure about World Super Sport because they're big fights and I'm not saying John isn't big but I'm taller than the look let's just say that um, <laughs> and yeah so and BSB would be good because it's, it's you know it's home it's, it's nice to be back with BSB and BSB is incredible love BSB um, and he's won he won from 20 seconds on the grid so I, I'm really impressed with that especially with the difficulties he's been having over the last couple of uh, races with his team. Um, but his teammate, Ayum Sasaku's second, which made it a 1 2 for the next race team. And Sergio Garcia came third. In Moto 2, there was a first lap just miss um, where Sonkiat Chantra went down. Obviously, in the first lap, everyone's super close to each other. So it's just. Pedro Acosta basically like ran over him, um, but he's okay. Like he was weirdly fully fine after, um, but Pedro's bike like fell on him as well. But um, yeah, he was perfectly fine, which was really surprising to everyone. And David Sanchez, who was in replacement, well, being replacement rider, and Alessandro Sacchi was also in another incident. Um, one of the replacement riders again, Gomez, in his first Grand Prix, bless his heart, got done for a, a, a jump start. Not oh, oh, oh no. Uh, um, and then Moto 3 wasn't too much. Uh, Moto 2 wasn't too much, to be honest. Um, Pedro crashed again, um, attempted to rejoin it. Whether he did, he did try to, but Agora and Arbelino were having such a battle, it was unbelievable. And Jake Dixon of Rusto Fernandez, I thought they were going to take each other, it was unbelievable. I mean, he went into the last lap, and Iagora, who's literally playing for the championship, could have, I think he could have won it this race, crashed out on the last lap. Oh, sure. So, so now he's behind on the championship again. But um, Tony Arbelino won the race with Alonso Lopez in P2 and Jake Dixon in P3. Um, MotoGP. I think MotoGP is just like even more dead to be honest. Like <laughs> they need to improve the racing a little bit, but you know it's. Um, Pick up on the eye and made a brilliant start. Actually, unbelievable. Straight into P2. He was starting. It wasn't like it's quite far back. Um, and unfortunately, Yuka, Yuka Marini retired from the race. This is his first DNF since being in MotoGP, which is quite impressive. Oh, yeah, Jesus. Know. That's crazy. Um, but Jorge Martin was, was leading for a lot of the race, but he actually crashed out. Hang on, I swear you said Moto2. Am I losing the plot? No, she's at Moto GP. Oh, <laughs> I'm losing the plot. <laughs> so, Josh Martin. Josh Martin. 
uh, crashed from the lead. Of course but, he did. So, Jorge it, Martin would never. He, um, so while he was leading, it was like, okay, it's fine. Peko can't win the championship. But after he crashed, it was like, a, oh God, Pe- Peko could actually win this race. Mm-hmm. It was possible. During this race. Um, and it was quite stressful, to be honest. Um, but Banyaya and Batini having a proper fight. Obviously, Enea is being in the factory seat next year for um, Ducati, but they, you know, they're not holding back. And you could see, like, you're watching, and all the Ducati like head honchos are like running around the pit lane, being like, "What's going on?" Because there were times where I literally thought they were going to take each other out. <laughs> yeah, it was all right. Uh, Darren Binder and Joan Mia also crashed out of the race. Darren um, Binder again. You bend it again. Sorry. <laughs> every um, time. Every time. And the podium was Pekka Benyaya, Nea Bastianini, and Fabio Quattararo. Yes! My yeah, boy! With his podium. fractured finger! With his fractured finger! Yeah, he was on the podium! Finger. What a fucking goat! <laughs> yeah, what a fucking goat, man! practice three i think it was well, and still went and raced still went and raced and got um, on the podium that means the championship will be going down to the last round which is valencia i'm watching yes. you celeste That's watching next. you i'm watching you it'll <laughs> be yeah i think that we probably trust it I can't yeah. wait. Maybe I need to. I need to buy some Fabio Quattararo March just just before the last. When's the last race? They do it. They do it. Ever since I brought my Pierre Gasly hat, it's gone downhill. That's Don't because you him. are you are bad luck. <laughs> I am not. Oof. I bought my I'm Lewis really Hamilton hat at um, the British Grand Prix, and do you know what happened? He went and won the British Grand Prix. <laughs> Do you know, I got my own... Uh, Get Lewis hat. Hamilton merch before Brazil, then. Do I it. Manifest it. Before, um, before I'm going to buy Mercedes merch. Should I put my George Russell hat on so we're matching? Yes. Oh, God, this is where she stacks it on film. No, I do have, a, uh, I do have like, um, a damaged knee, though, so I probably shouldn't be standing on a chair. Yeah. Me and you, me and you both, so honestly. Me and you both. I dislocated it last night, and it must have been dislocated for about an hour because I can't walk on it. That for anyone listening that might be like, how the fuck do you dislocate your knee and not realise? It's because I don't have any like working muscles. We don't, both have hypermobility. I don't have we any like people. yeah, I don't have any like my hypermobility is like at like one of the severest hypermobilities you can get. The muscles in all of my joints practically do not work to hold anything together. So the joints are twenty four seven, at least six times a day minimum, every joint has popped out of place like four times. Yeah. So no. Um, it randomly pops out and I don't realise it's popped out because, you know, is what it the is. The lighting difference for us. It is what it is. He's what he on, why can I not fit it on my head correctly? Because it's oh, a really I weird shape. Over there. It's such Can't a weirdly shaped hat. <laughs> it isn't it? It really bugs me. It's like, um, <laughs> it's very like thin. And like, it's, it's not a shaped, hat. yeah, it's a very George hat. Maybe it's just got a weird shaped head, that's why. <laughs> Gorgeous monster. <laughs> this is my homage to um, Fabio Cotteraro. Oh. My depression session hurt. Huh? 
my depression session out. Oh. Anyway, Naomi, hit us with the rest of the news. Or is that everything? Have you covered the MotoGP? She has covered MotoGP. Fucking hell, mate! Fucking hell! That was 15 minutes! Are you okay? Are you okay? That has has to be a record. We should bring Naomi hungover on the podcast more often. Oh, please, no. God, no. By the way, for anyone listening, that's a joke. We love listening to Naomi talk about MotoGP, Moto2, Moto3. Because it's, it's, no, we actually genuinely do because it's good for us. It's good for us because it means that we learn so much more about motorbikes. Yeah, Um, definitely. It's just the fact that every single time, I always cut out the videos, but as soon as Naomi finishes, she goes, I'm finished. I rambled too much. I wish I didn't speak so much. Why do I always talk so much? Why do I never stop? Why do you guys never stop me from talking so much? And then she'll go on like a tangent for like five minutes about why she hates herself for talking about MotoGP. And like, we're all sat there like, no, Naomi, it's really fucking interesting because we learn things. People watching the podcast can then learn things about MotoGP and MotoGP if they haven't listened. So now we make jokes if Naomi does it under like 40 minutes because it's like a world record for her because it means that she (laughs) hasn't like rambled consecutively, which means she won't go, oh, I hate myself. So it's not us hating on us. We support Naomi every step of the way. Um, But there is obviously like racing news. Um, All right, one sec. Let me try and figure out how to pronounce this name. Don't forget the most important racing news or I'll kick off. Say it. Just say it. I don't know. Just do the, do the thing first. Okay. Uh, Asman will be joining the MTA Helmet squad, which is really good for him. Callum Williams will not be participating in Formula 2 for the rest of the year. Uh, Haas have a new title sponsor with MoneyGram for next year. David yeah. Salvador Rich Energy will be joining. Too. Yeah, it's to be really... honest, I'm, it is giving those vibes. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> David Salvador will be joining CIP Green Power for next year. Um, what's it? Well, it's not it, but uh, Nico Muller will be competing in the last WEC race with Peugeot. They're actually bringing their car. I think you mean at WEC. WEC. Weck. Weck, and Elms. Weck and Elms. Weck and Elms. 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 No, no, no! I don't know what Elms is. American monastery. Oh, Asian fuck. Weck and Elms. Weck and Elms. To be fair, I call it Elms, but everyone's like, no, you shouldn't call it Elms. I I always call it Elms. I always call it Elms. It sounds so much better as Elms than ELMS. If it's Weck, then it's Elms. It's either yeah. LMS and WEC, or it's Wecken Elms. So I'm going for Wecken Elms. Wecken Elms all the way. Yeah. <laughs> Let us know in the comments if you're Wecken Elms or WEC and ELMS. Because if you're WEC yes. and ELMS, then you're wrong. If you're WEC, if you're WEC and Elms, you're wrong. And if you're Wec and ELMS, you're wrong. You're only right if it's Wecken Elms. <laughs> We are gatekeeping oh endurance racing. Yes. <laughs> uh, about endurance racing, did you know we're going to Le Mans? Le Mans! <laughs> that's, exactly. that's in the European Le Mans series. Oh, no. <laughs> it's actually a part this of work. This is going to be such a tough season. It's actually, it's actually a part of work, and I know it's a part of work, 
when I'm drunk, I do not know it's a part of work. Um, I'll roll the <laughs> clip now that you will be able to watch the full video of uh, in a few yeah. weeks' time, but I'll just roll the clip. In the FIA World Endurance Championship, has the exact same lineup of Lorenzo Colombo. No, because it's the same championship. Lorenzo Colombo! Thank you, Ad editing Alice, for rolling the clip. Um, and it's literally me and Celeste arguing because I say, oh, their lineup for the 24 hours of Le Mans is this. And I go, and their lineup for WEC is exactly the same. She's like, yes, because it's, it's the same, the same fucking series. It's the same championship. <laughs> so bad. Oh. But yes, I will be buying, I will be buying Porsche merch. Apologies, Celeste. Yeah, Porsche gang! I, I pledge allegiance to Antonio. I pledge allegiance. Yeah. Me too. Yeah. I pledge allegiance to Antonio. Bullshit. Also, I, right, I want to buy Cadillac merch. Like I can only buy Cadillac merch at the track. That's my issue. I, I can't am... ship Cadillac merch from the US. And I finally get to see Alex race. Which? Which Alex? Lynn. Alex I... wins. <laughs> Every time you fall for it. <laughs> or oh, Simsy. Isn't Simsy competing in work? No, oh, he should be. I know he's doing IMSA with Kevlar. He'll be there. Oh, he anyway. might not. He might do a lot no, more then. Yeah, I was going to say, they may still have that yeah, car in switch IMSA. Up. Yeah, because they're going to have the same course for both IMSA and WEC. It's going to be unreal. Lamar and yeah. Daytona 24 are going to be insane. Do you want to um, let everyone know what's happening this weekend then, Celeste, seeing as you're sat yes. with three Porsche fans? Yes. So this weekend, 30th of October... Ferrari, so not AF Corsa, not ironic, no, actual Ferrari is gonna refuel their car for the WEC series. So oh my god, actually. The WEC <laughs> yeah, they're gonna refuel full car, full livery this Sunday, 30th of October. So, be there. I'm very excited. But I joined your allegiance. <laughs> <laughs> no, sorry, I, I do. I pledge that. allegiance to um, Antonio Felix da Costa. Oh, me too. Oh, me too. <laughs> but I don't support the Porsche, but I do love Antonio. I may, I will be buying My A, Antonio merch <laughs> and B, I will be buying Antonio merch or probably some Porsche merch because, because I've needed an excuse to buy Porsche merch for so long. There's so many cars racing. Why would you push Porsche? Antonio. I love oh, Porsches. Wow. I love Porsches, like it's a road yeah. car. So uh, it's only fair it's if not, I it's... Yeah, but it'll, well, it'll be a hype car, not like a GT. To be fair, Porsche might not even be our, like, close rival, so... Yeah, because you guys will be, like, fighting down in fifth and we'll be up there at the top, potentially getting a championship. We're back, we're, we're going to be back-to-back -back champions, so oh, just wait for the next year. Have you seen the BMW? Oh, Do they have indicators? Yeah. I'm, I'm most scared of Toyota, I'm not going to lie. I'll only uh, allow a Ferrari back-to-back -back championship with Korea. Wins the back-to-back -back championship. No, no, I mean, no, I mean the GT is going to be back-to-back -back this oh. year, and then hopefully we can win the hypercar next year. Because yeah. Correa is doing LMP. That's not Ferrari. That's Prima. He doesn't do work, does he? He does do work. Or well, he, he has done some work. I don't know what their lineup going to be for. I don't think he's full-time work though. No, he's I... not full-time, but he has done some. No, no, he's not in their Robert, full... Robert, Louis, and someone else. Robert he's Gopiga. not in their full lineup. Uh, why the... Why is it not giving me the... It's the eight hours of Bahrain, isn't it? 
Yeah, he's not. I don't know. Those lineups are, aren't confirmed yet, so I don't know if he's doing that. But um, oh no, there's absolutely nothing. Nothing. Thank you for that useful information. Wikipedia. Thank um, you. Thank well, you. Alice is doing her Robin research. Robin My boy, don't I love that man. Um, the races that are happening this weekend are Mexico, you know, F1's in Mexico again, which is thrill. Um, Extreme E are in Uruguay. Interesting. Uh, CEV Moto, which is now, I realize I still have that written down, it's now called Junior GP, so, <laughs> um, is in Valencia, and NASCAR are in Martinsville. Probably got that wrong. I'll be corrected, don't you worry. Um, and my name is Naomi, if anybody's wondering. Um, my name is Naomi. <laughs> what is going on? I'm like, I have no clue. You know, I zoned out while trying to see if I could find the information, which there's absolutely no information. But all I of a sudden, I just hear, My name is Naomi, by the way. <laughs> I was saying that my, my NASCAR thing may be corrected, but I am Naomi. Oh. Uh, that makes sense. Right. However, I'm on the WEC website right now. Anyone want to buy You're, tickets right. to the six hours of Portimao? You'll see it in a bit. It's telling me <laughs> I can buy tickets to the six hours of Portimao. Oh uh, anyone? 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 Where can I check? Wow. Oh, wow. Oh, well, talking, talking about tickets, though. They're so, 25 you... euros! Oh, That's bare cheap! You... I don't speak you... what language this is. It's Oh no, I do speak a bit of Portuguese. Do. I was going to say, I was reading this and I was like, I don't speak... Actually, no, some of this makes a lot of sense. <laughs> and I was like, I, what language I is it? Oh, Portuguese. That's, that makes sense. I, I, may can be speak Portuguese. I may be going to Portimao for MotoGP next year. Ooh. Yeah, but talking about a, tickets, a I think it's Mal, but... worth a mention that now that we're going to the 24-hour of Le Mans, those tickets are incredibly yeah. cheap. Yeah, cheap. Yeah. I just... I'm just so happy because I feel like now I'm literally paying for the racing instead of paying for all the shambles that is around it. Because if you go to F1, you pay a shit ton of money. And and... so much more with Le Mans. Yeah, and for Le Mans, we... Yeah, um, um, we're going to be there a full week. A full week of racing. And we pay under 100 euros for the whole week. And, and I just watch the scrutineering. We get to, you know, we get to watch everything. If you want to know, if you want to know, go to F1 for a day for that price. If you want to know what the eight hours of Portimao's pricing is like, a weekend ticket is um, anywhere between twenty-five euros mm-hmm. to forty euros, depending on where you're sitting. A weekend mm-hmm. with paddock passes with the pit walk as well so paddock and pit walk is 55 euros so you can get into the wake pa- there for the whole weekend in the paddock yep. with the pit walk for 55 euros and if you want to sit in the vip tower then it's 150 euros and you get that with the paddock and the pit walk so 55 yep. euros could see you in the fucking paddock with Literally. none other than antonio felix costa Spa was even cheaper with paddock and pit lane i just Very love thing. that you can because that makes it so much easier for fans to actually go to racing and i just i love it mm-hmm. i think that's the best thing about WEC is that you yeah know, the environment there is is quite to me it's quite similar to formula e, is that people well, the thing also, actually care about it yeah i was gonna say because if you walk around i was i've been to a third WEC race at spa this year and i just 
I saw other people there. They were there for the racing. Like they watched the race. They sat there for six hours and watched the race instead of drinking beer and partying all the fucking time. Exactly. Maybe I, I should be going wrong. to work. <laughs> no, don't get me wrong. Obviously, that's a fun bit of going to some things like that as well. But it's just, you know, a lot. That the the vibe is so much different. It's so much yeah. more about the racing than all the things around it, yeah. and I love that. We do. We have had discussions here at Park Fair on like what well, Celeste is doing a series on the YouTube channel, um, which will be every Friday that we basically don't have like a group video planned for, um, which is basically motorsport explained. So you'll learn a lot more information about the different things, um, mm-hmm. and we will probably, as we get closer to the Weck and Elm series restarting up, we will probably do. A lot more topic of conversation on um, attending races and getting into the sport itself and why you should be getting into the sport. Um, and we'll probably do it across other series as well, um, just to help mm-hmm. you broaden your horizons on motorsport. So yeah, we will debrief no you. Yeah, we'll debrief you a shit ton of information as to why <laughs> you should be going. Because yeah, we are definitely. going to try our best to go to as many races as we can next year. I will. I, yeah. Yeah. No, obviously, Le Mans are definite. MotoGP's probably definite because it's cheap as as well. I mean, obviously not as cheap as Le Mans, but it's yeah. cheaper than F1, which is always mm-hmm. fun. London E3. Um, London E3. Yeah, I mean, we all know what I may be doing for that. <laughs> um, <laughs> and yeah, maybe F1, but with the financial situation, yeah, yeah. F1 tickets right now not sure mm-hmm. yeah so if the FIA want to invite us to a Formula 1 race we'd really appreciate it we really don't mean all the slander we've done in the previous episodes I no. am a big fan of the FIA I think you are correct always and everything you do is spot on I actually work for the FIA so I'm a member of the FIA so you already sort of invited me <laughs> so, you know thank you guys um, did you see I put a little bit of sass into that one <laughs> thank you guys for stopping by and joining us um we're once again very apologetic for um no podcast last week um but you got a nice little little bit of that this week um yeah thanks for stopping by listening in check out the conspiracy video going up friday where we talk about the missing diamond of formula one and (laughs) yeah make sure you catch us next wednesday said it right that time next wednesday um for a new podcast and the first video of our IRL videos, I'm pretty sure. That's next Friday, I think. Next Friday. Without, oh, yeah, my God. Because that's the first Without November Naomi. Friday. Yeah. So, conspiracy this Friday. Next Friday is... Um, Chaos. Formula One Jenga. <laughs> Chaos is starting. Chaos. Sure. Chaos is what it is. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, thank you guys so much. And we'll see you guys uh, Friday. Bye. Bye. That was a really horrible way for me to say bye. 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 Goodbye, motherfuckers.